Konasu. So this morning we return to the meditative cultivation of Maha Maitri, of great loving kindness. And as we yesterday attended to that bandwidth of well-being, of hedonic well-being, very meaningful hedonic well-being, and then to the first dimension of genuine happiness, deriving from ethics of the way we conduct ourselves. Today we'll move on to the deeper dimension related in the Buddhist context to samadhi or to bhavana, bhavana to cultivation. And cultivation, especially in terms of cultivating the heart and mind, cultivating mental balance and so on. So it's really kind of a shift of prioritization, or shift of values, away from a single-pointed focus on equating the good life, and equating happiness with hedonic well-being, and recognizing that while that has its place, <clears throat> it's never really fully satisfying, and it is kind of the recipe for tragedy, because you'll have less and less as you get older and older. Uh, but to complement that with the active cultivation of genuine happiness. So in, insofar as we are involved or commit ourselves, invest our time, our effort, intelligence, creativity, in the pursuit of hedonic pleasure and well-being, that all is kind of is a type of gambling. It's gambling. Because it's gambling that things outside, which are fundamentally beyond our control, even outside our own minds, I mean, the body, our own bodies are not that much in control. And then when you say, wait a minute, my mind isn't in control either, then exactly how much are we in control of? And, well, when awareness holds its own ground, that's a good start. But beyond that, we don't have a whole lot of control, but we could have more meaningful control. We could be guiding, using the mind in very meaningful ways if we could tame it. And, of course, we have influence over the body, but especially when it's outside of our skin, other people's behavior, the natural environment, and so forth, oh, almost all of it's out of our control. So insofar as we pursue happiness, independence upon things turning out well for us outside, well, we're gamblers. Sometimes it's a good bet, and sometimes very dicey, right? But there it is. It's between either gambling on hedonic well-being or actually investing, if we use the monetary or financial metaphors, investing in the active cultivation and development of our inner, inner resources. So as we all know, there's tremendous emphasis nowadays on seeking out further external external resources, where we can get more energy, more lumber, more water, more minerals, and so forth and so on, because we, we need these things. We need these things because we need to consume more and more. And so that has its place. We all turn on the light. We have lights going on here, air conditioning here, so clearly we need to be drawing from the external resources of a natural environment. But frankly, so little emphasis goes in nowadays in this materialistic modern world of ours into really active research and development, R&D, in terms of our own inner resources. There's probably not a whole lot of money to be made of encouraging people to become more independent and cultivate their inner resources, which you can't own, you can't lease it. You can just help other people find their own, and then they're on their own, and then they don't need you anymore, which is wonderful, unless you're really approaching them with a profit motive. motive. So I have noticed over the last couple of years especially that 
it's now coming more into the international press of evaluating a society, an American society, a Bhutanese society, European societies, governments, countries, not just in terms of the gross domestic product, but kind of following the lead of little Bhutan, of evaluating how a society is doing in terms of its gross national happiness. You know, because after all, the gross domestic product should be good for something besides just producing, and isn't the whole idea that people become happy. And so then rather than just judging it by the, the medium, the mechanism, judging it by the fruit of the mechanism, are the people in your country happier or not? And that is not directly correlated with DDP, or the gross domestic product. So I think, and I've seen this now in the international news, that more and more political leaders are saying, hmm, there's something to that gross domestic happiness or gross national happiness. And yet, as I look closer, it's almost entirely focused, focused almost entirely on hedonic well-being once again. Just more hedonic well-being. Are you enjoying, are you enjoying life? Are you enjoying the bounties of living in this society, in your house, and your, and so forth. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it's still kind of like missing the point. At least it is missing the point that I care about. And so that's where the focus is in today's cultivation of love and kindness. And that is that we can aspire and perhaps even develop a resolve to help others explore their own natural inner resources. Because every sentient being, every sentient being, has Buddha nature. Every sentient being has everything that's needed to find an immensely rich and rewarding and meaningful life within. But we do need to turn our direction, our attention inwards and not always single-pointedly and exclusively outwards looking for what can I get from the world? What can I get from the world? We want to get stuff from the world. I just had some water. That was quite nice. Because my Buddha nature doesn't produce water. I need some outside help. Right. So that's very nice. Thank you for the water. I appreciate that. Every time. But then, what was the point of drinking the water? So now we can meditate. If you only drink water and you never meditate, that's a waste of water. <laughs> okay, let's meditate. an expression of loving-kindness and as a skillful means to take the first step towards exploring, discovering our own inner resources for genuine happiness. Let's settle the body, speech, and mind in the natural state.
then let's venture into the act of cultivation of great loving-kindness with the question, over time, why couldn't we all, all sentient beings, find the genuine happiness that stems from the cultivation of the heart and mind? whether we are old or young, wealthy or poor, whatever our background may be, why couldn't we all realize such well-being and cultivate its causes? and arouse this yearning, this aspiration of loving-kindness. May we all experience such well-being and cultivate the causes that give rise to such happiness. With each out-breath arouses aspiration. And imagine the light of loving-kindness, of joy, flowing from your heart, embracing, saturating, blessing everyone to whom you attend.
and if you will, from the depths of your heart, from the very ground of your being, arouse the resolve. May I bring all of us, all beings, to such genuine happiness and fulfillment that stems from this authentic source and help each one cultivate or discover the causes of such well-being. With each out-breath, breathe out this light as if you are making a promise in, in the presence of all beings. Here's what I would offer to you.
And then to conclude, you may arouse the aspiration. May I receive the blessings of all the awakened ones to enable me to carry through with this resolve. With each in-breath, imagine drawing in the light from all directions into your body and mind, into your heart, with reality rising up to meet you. And with every out-breath, breathe out this light and imagine all beings finding the happiness that they most deeply seek.
release all appearances and aspirations. Release all objects, all striving. And let your awareness come to rest without grasping in the immediacy of the present moment, illuminating and knowing its own nature. Awesome. Enjoy your day.